podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. latest edition of the Live Birds pod. We're recording this after we won our 19th Premier League title. Yes, we are champions of England. And I would like to introduce you to my guests for today, my regular contributors, uh, Molly and Randy. And welcome back for her second run round. Uh, our friend Amy from California. So welcome, ladies. Hello. <laughs> this is Amy Kate from California. How's everybody? Hi, Amy Kate. Sorry, I forgot to put the Kate on, didn't I? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, welcome, uh, welcome aboard, Molly. Or you all dressed up in your finery, ready to go later. <laughs> Not quite, but yeah, nearly there. <laughs> <laughs> And welcome back, Randy. It's good to it's good to have you back. I know you couldn't make it last time, but this is probably as good a pod to be on if you're gonna be on one. Oh, thank you. I'm very glad to be back. Okay, so let's get right back into it then. Um let me start with you, Randy, seeing things we didn't get to talk to you last time. So Premier League champions. How are you feeling about everything? Oh, you know, the the champions of Premier League, of England, of the world, of uh, Europe still. It is oh, yeah. uh, exactly, isn't it? I mean, it's we're still there. We still got all the trophies except from the cups in in, in England, but I'm very very happy about it all. Uh looking away from the last result of City Match uh, overall um, thrilled and uh, <laughs> excited and you know can't wait for the next season to start really. Have you uh, stopped pinching yourself yet? Well, I have to pinch myself a lot on the day and the Friday after because I wasn't uh, leading up to the match between Chelsea and City. I was not actually into it. I was not thinking about it. I was thinking about lifting the trophy against Chelsea or something, you know, the end of the season. And then, mm-hmm. so it was not on my mind that day until, because I was out eating with my daughter that is back from uh, London and with her Arsenal friend, uh, boyfriend. So we were out having a meal, having a good time. And I suddenly started to watch my uh, clock and thinking, hmm, maybe we should just have a little stop on our way back home. And of course, strategically, we stopped at this sports bar. And, uh, well, they showed the match. So we sat down, we had a couple of pints, and of course, I ended up dancing about, screaming and shouting with lots of other reds that went out that night. But I was not looking for it. So I was really, really pleasantly surprised with Chelsea that night. 
I have to say, I, 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 I have a suspicion Chelsea might get a draw. That was that was sort of where my head was. But Molly, did you actually watch the game on the Thursday, or were you just, you know, we'll we'll do it, you know, potentially we'll do it when we meet City. Um, I didn't watch. No, we were <clears throat> we gone around to we were sat in a friend's garden actually um, for for a birthday, and I was utterly convinced that it wasn't going to happen. Like didn't cross my mind. I didn't think Chelsea were going to get anything against them. It just bit like it barely crossed my mind. And you know, kind of checking phones and stuff like that. Yeah. And then <clears throat> all of a sudden, because you were sat in the garden. Like we heard cheers, and we were like, <laughs> "Okay," and then like the phones were out. And it was like, "Well, this is this is not not what we were expecting." And then obviously we won, and, and obviously being in Liverpool, there was just there was we just witnessed a firework display from their garden, <laughs> and there were fireworks everywhere. There were horns on cars going everywhere. Um, and then we definitely kept the neighbours up singing because <laughs> they were all Liverpool fans and then their friends from down the road in Liverpool kick just turned up um, <laughs> uh, to the garden as well and we were being very sensible despite the fact that everyone was absolutely smashed um, yeah. <laughs> we were sta- we stayed in the garden to ad- you know to adhere to these lockdown rules, but that did mean I think we kept a lot of people awake. <laughs> <laughs> what, what time did you call it a night then? Not gonna lie, don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and we had to walk home as well, and it's like it took us. I mean, it's a distance. I think it's about two kilometers walk, which is not that bad. But no. when everyone is smashed, it took us yes. a very long time to get home. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Was the was the was the sky lightning? What do you mean? Was the, was, was dawn approaching when you were No, it wasn't quite that late. It wasn't quite that late. Um, but I just like, I genuinely, I don't know what time it was. No, no, no. no. That's so, not like, any time between midnight and four. I don't know. I really don't know. <laughs> no, I have to say, I'm, I'm very jealous of the fact that you were in. Liverpool at the, yeah. at the point that yeah. um, that the result was was confirmed. I am incredibly jealous. So, Amy, Kate, were were you watching? I mean, I'm presuming you were at work because of the time I'm, difference, but I could yeah, be wrong. I was at work. I, I mean, I was aware of the game was happening. I wasn't. I mean, no, I in my head, I kind of thought City could do it. I mean, not City, Chelsea could do it if it, on the right day, but it wasn't like thinking that Chelsea was going to be able to beat City because City's, you know, second best in the league right now. And I, being at work, I was like, oh, I can't watch it. But my phone and people are texting and and my WhatsApp's going. Like, I, I was aware of what was happening, but I didn't watch the match. And yeah, um, what's really kind of fun 
So um, the company that I work for, our headquarters is about an hour and a half north. And at Christmas time, we had a, a holiday party in the office. So I got up with our coworkers in the San Diego office. And mm. I wore um, a Liverpool Christmas sweater. It, it wasn't ugly, but it's kind of like one of the ugly sweaters kind of thing. Not thinking that it was very subtle. It just had like a liver bird on, on it. And then it was kind of like mm. Christmas snowflakes. Not thinking that anybody would know but me, but I was wearing it proudly. And <laughs> the um, the director of, of the warehouse saw it. And it's the first time I met him. And he's like, oh, my God, you're a Liverpool fan. And we ended up spending the rest of the Christmas party huddled together talking Liverpool. Um, I ended up taking his nephew with me um, to Liverpool in, in March because um, he was doing study abroad in, in London. And I'm like, got him a ticket. He's going to join us. So he's messaging me and we're what's the score? I don't know, because neither of us could watch it. So we were following around. But, um, you know, it was just kind of funny because, you know, all the way here in America, people are still crazy celebrating. So when I got off work, I had friends saying, you know, we knew that it happened. We were all excited. I I, um, sneakily go down into the stairwell where nobody was and do a little cheer and dance and took a picture and put it on social (laughs) media, came back up big deal and they just looked at me like what did you just do and so I told my my co-workers and they thought it was kind of funny because you know they don't really get it um <laughs> but I didn't care and then that night I um I have a, a friend who's working here abroad um and hopefully, hopefully gonna move me she she messaged me and she's like we've got to go celebrate so we went to an, an English pub um where I knew the chef was a Liverpool supporter and and Another friend of ours just happened to show up um, there as well. So we're all social distancing, but we're all there, like, holding each other's scarves up and waving to each other. So it was, it was kind of silly. It wasn't the celebration we wanted, but we got to celebrate, and, and it, was, it was pretty wonderful. So No, that's uh, it's, it's fantastic. I mean, you know, nobody expected that it would happen in the circumstances that it did, i.e., you know, Chelsea of all teams turning over City, but also in the more, you know, the the global circumstances that we're in. I mean, it, everybody assumed, you know, we'd been in a we'd be in a stadium somewhere, or if we weren't in a stadium, you know, people would be together in a pub or in a bar or or something. So, you know, we are in very different times. I mean, the 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 weird thing for me was I had arranged to meet a friend that Thursday, um, you know, all appropriately socially distant and all the rest of it, who I hadn't seen, um, well, yeah, for about three months. Um, so I saw her and another friend, and she's got um, a terrace where she lives, and it's quite a big terrace. Um, so we were all sort of sat there quite far apart on the terrace, and we were having a lovely afternoon and evening, um, and, you know, sort of like the first, I think the second time I'd had a drink in about three months as well. Um, so we sat there, we were having a glass of wine, we had some food, whatever. So we're sort of chit-chatting away, and then my phone starts buzzing. <laughs> and it's a, my friend who is a season ticket holder at Chelsea, um, you know, one of my really, really good friends, and she, and she basically just sent this message saying, "Well, you know, we're doing our bit. You know, hope you're enjoying it." <laughs> and I sort of said, well, "What are you talking about?" Because it genuinely, <laughs> completely wiped the game out of my head. And then I just thought, "Oh yeah, Chelsea played." So she said, and she messaged me back, going, "Who are you? And what have you done with my friend? I can't believe you're not." You must be watching the game. 
this is the point where you can win the title. And, and I, because I had, I think, genuinely mentally compartmentalised and just went, yeah, we've got the City game and we'll, you know, it'll all be sorted, but, you know, at the City game, I just, I just completely got it. So I was sort of saying, oh, well, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's fine and, and, you know, thanks very much. And I did, and I didn't know what the score. So I think I, at that point, when I checked the score, it was 1 1. Um, and I just thought, okay. And then my friends were looking at me saying, well, what's, what's going on? I said, oh, it's just my friend, there's a game going, because they have no interest in football. Um, so I, I basically put my phone away again. And then about, so it was probably about half past nine in the evening. Um, so we, me and the, the other friend, we decided we were both going home. So I decided to treat myself to a taxi. I just thought, oh, I don't want to go on public transport and so on and so forth. So, you know, all very good. Had my mask on, had the window open, sat diagonally, blah, blah, blah. And I thought, oh, I'll just check and see what's happening. I'll see if I can get BT Sport on my phone. So I'm in the back of an Uber, <laughs> trying to watch the game. The signal keeps dropping out and the and the, the thing keeps freezing. But at this po- by this point... City have gone two one up, and I get when I get in the cab, the, the taxi driver's got five live. So so BBC Five Live, is, uh, Amy Kate does the, or you you might have heard it when you've been over here, but it does have football commentary. So it does sports commentary. Right. So he's got that on his radio, on the in the cab, and I'm saying to him, "Can you turn that up, please?" <laughs> so I'm in this taxi going home, listening to the end of the game. And I literally walked in my house at the point where the final whistle was blown. And I stood there just like looking around going, we've just, we've just won the Premier League title. And I don't know what to do. And that was, that was my kind of, I just felt a bit lost. I mean, it, I was, I was like really happy, but I just thought this isn't how I, this isn't how it's supposed to be. <laughs> Just sort of standing in my hallway, <laughs> going, um, "Okay, we're champions." So, having having said all of that, um, I mean, it's it's such an incredible, incredible thing that we, that we have that team has done, particularly with seven games to go. So. Just, uh, just out of interest, because there has been a lot of content right, that has come out since <laughs> yeah. since we won. Um, let me let me go back to you, Molly. Is there a particular favourite bit of content you've been you've been having on repeat since the title was confirmed? Um, I think you're going to know which bit I'm talking about when I say clock dancing. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, ah, that for me, I love that because it was it was such a a dad dance, yeah. like such a drunk dad that with the he had the cap on backwards, the shirt on backwards, and I just thought that just kind of epitomizes Klopp, really, doesn't it? And it was just, it was just, it was mental. It was just, I've never really seen anything quite like it, but I thought it was brilliant. But didn't he have no, a very, did. very short uh, shorts on? Didn't his shorts look like his underwear or something? Oh, they were, we were it was quite... ridiculous. 
I can't say that I picked that bit up, but um, I'll, I'll have to go back and, and watch it again. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, Amy, Kate, what about you? What was, is it? Have you got? It's, is it the same bit of content? Or is there something else? That was great. But since Molly's already said that one, I have another one because I was kind of going back and forth. It was when they were at the hotel and they're just jumping up and down. So it's the whole team together at the hotel taking the um the Carlsberg beer. Maybe it was champagne. I'm not sure because it looked like a champagne bottle, but it had Carlsberg and they were red. So I think it might have been the red Carlsberg um, beer. <laughs> they're shaking it up, throwing it everywhere. And they're, the, the, the hotel terrace where they're at looks like it's had a tornado come at it. I mean, there's it, it just it looked like a college party. It was insane. And they're just jumping around and screaming. You could see everybody. And they were all together. Um, so for me, it was just, and I'm sure that was probably earlier in the evening um, before Klopp did his dance. But um, yeah, for me, watching that was just, I couldn't stop watching. It was just looking at, and even some of the players that seem a little more reserved weren't. And it was just so great to see them being able to celebrate together because this is not a, a, a normal circumstance. And I wondered, you know, yeah. how are they going to be able to do it? It's, we've waited 30 years, you know, of course, the year that we get there, we have COVID. It, you know, it's just all the yeah. way. So, um, it, it, I know, you know, somewhat of a good celebration. And it looked like they, that there was a big, it wasn't what they wanted, but it looked like they were really enjoying herself. And at that moment, it didn't matter. Everybody was just excited and dancing around yeah. and having a good time and, I just loved it. I mean, it's just the footage from that night. I probably any of the footage from that night is just I can't stop watching. No, it was it was fantastic, Randy. Any any bits that you want to throw in there? Well, of course, except from what you uh, mentioned there, uh, we've seen a lot. Uh, but for me, I think it was uh, seeing both Kenny. King Kenny and Klopp cry in one night is like a hell of a lot to take. Because <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think it was BBC that was interviewing him or something when, you know, he sat there, Kenny, with his big scarf in his kitchen, with his really, you know, bright new big scarf. Yeah. And hands going up, just, and this big smile that you sort of saw in his eyes. It was a bit um, ecstatic. Um, happiness and at the same time his tears were popping and then later on the cop had to um, uh, stop his own interview, you know, see you guys later yeah. and it was crying over way out things like that is so, so emotional and also, of course this is what we do as well so we recognise these guys and they are so emotionally connected to our club and it's just wonderful to watch yeah those those were those were fantastic. I'll, I'll just throw in a, another couple, um, just because they they uh, they amused me more than anything else. Was the um, the interview that Trent did, um, where I think he had uh, Oxlade Chamberlain and somebody else come up behind him, and he was basically so drunk <laughs> he could barely hold his head up. In the interview, <laughs> and he turns around going, Look, I'm trying to be serious here. Yes. <laughs> and he's literally falling asleep in the interview itself. I love that. I just thought that was hilarious. 
Um, and then there's this like tiny little clip that Klopp did. I'm presuming it's the morning after where he's just sat like in a white tea. I think he's in his kitchen or something. And he's just posted the thing just going, we're the champions of England. And he's just got this massive grin on his face. <laughs> I'm presuming you've all seen it. It's, it's yeah, been yeah. all over social media. But I love that. I just love that. Um, and then it's a it's a sort of still picture more than anything else. But it was um, a little. I think I think James Milne was trying to make his own meme again. Um, yeah. He sat at a table with a champions who's going can't wait to get the iron out with like a, cup of, a cup of tea or something yeah, and a, a pack of, tea, of chocolate. Drink. <laughs> I just I love I love that. that. He's just—he has—he. I mean, he's an amazing ambassador for for the club. He, he's the fittest, the oldest player and the fittest player. He's so funny. I love his humor. Um, and it's just—you never know what you're going to get from him. He's just so funny, and and he's a good person. You know, he's not like—he he seems pretty down to earth. And you know, when you see him in interviews and stuff, like I. I feel like I can sense the kind of person he is by seeing the things we see with him. You know, yeah. He's, I think it's genuinely what you see is what you get with him. And I love that. I just, I, I don't know. You just, he's so witty and I love that. Yeah. He really is. He's, he's, you know, he's out parodied his parody account on social media. <laughs> There's no point to have parody James Milner account anymore. They should just shut that down. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> So, um, so clearly the celebrations went on um, for for a little while because it was <laughs> it was also I remember um, there was a little post from Andy Robertson. Um, it was you know one one of the one of the clips of dancing um, that that they were doing after you know late that night where he just put a little comment about I only came down for breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> they're all still they're all still down there throwing shapes. Um so no I, I did I I love that. I love that. Um so just just before we kind of move on um and we will come back round to this. Anybody on this uh pod for any um merchandise? Celebrating the uh, Premier League title win? Of course. Yes. <laughs> no, not yet. <laughs> oh, you're right. behind I the am gonna, I'm gonna. I'm gonna plug. I got. I got a hoodie from the like the Anfield Index shop. Yeah. yeah. And it's awesome and cozy. And oh, <laughs> just given that I'm like a plug, it's got champions room right across the middle. Yeah, That's so I have I haven't ordered the hoodie, but I have ordered um I've ordered a couple of the t shirts and I ordered my Premier League winners badge to go on the shirt, although I don't have the shirt. So of course <laughs> new, new new balance being so poor in terms of stocking stuff and the fact that they're coming to the end of the the thing. But I do actually want to have a new balance shirt to put it on rather than a Nike one. Uh, or Nike rather. So, um, so my badge has turned up and I'm just waiting for, waiting for the team to teach them. But I've also, I've also put in my order on, um, 
I like the women's t-shirts they do for Love Follow Conquer. You know, yeah. like the the other yeah. and the Oh uh, yeah, I've got a so couple of those. They're they're really cool. Yeah, the, I like I like the shape of them, how they fit the women's one. So I have bought them, but no, I have to give obviously a big <laughs> plug out to AIT. So Randy, if you haven't bought anything from them yet, go and buy something. <laughs> what 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 have you what have you had in your virtual basket, Amy Kate? What have you bought yourself? Well, real quick, because I being in California um, or being in the United States, sometimes we can't get certain things. I haven't bought anything from IT yet because I didn't know that we could buy. Can we? Can it be shipped here? I yeah. believe it can. It might be slightly pricey, but you could always have a word with gags. Yeah, well, <laughs> you I, can do your deal. Um, <laughs> but they definitely do shop ship outside the UK. Yeah. So okay. everybody listening before. to this, put your orders in. <laughs> Uh, anyway, yeah, sorry, yeah, for <laughs> Um So we have the Anfield shop um, in the United States and it's in or North America. They're they're based in the United States, but they um, yeah. only, the contract is only in North America. So um, I support them all the time, um, and I bought the black. They have a ladies' version, so I bought a black um, champion. But it's it's basically the same look as what we have for that the club has for the men. But they made a lazy ladies version, so I bought that. Um, and early before, you know, we knew we were going to win. We were twenty five points ahead at the time. Um, my friend Danny, he he has a stall. So a plug to Danny. Um, he has a stall right outside the park at, at every um, home game at Anfield, and he has all these great scarves and badges and everything. And um, so I had my um, my scarf ready to go with me. On, I got it on the weekend before, and I had it with me. So that night, when um, the Thursday night when we won, when I went to the English pub, I had I was holding up the scarf, and everybody's like, "Where did you get that?" <laughs> I was I was celebrating with the the merchandise already, and um, I haven't got my shirt yet. It's supposed to be here Wednesday, but um, I'm looking around to see uh, friends of mine. Um, they're based in two places in California and in um, in Liverpool. And they're called Above Us Only Sky. So I'm going to plug them. Um, they have some great shirts. Um, and they ship all around the world as well. So, um, I mean, there's so many great, great um, independent. There are. Uh, you there know, are. And, there's sort of hot, hat stuff and a badge as well. Yeah, and yeah, also that's uh, a good one. Threads, yeah. threads for Reds as well is quite oh, okay. good. They've got some interesting stuff on them. Yeah. Uh, that I think they did quite a lot for, you know, in, in uh, sort of alignment with Red Men TV as well. Okay. Yeah, there are some great um, independent uh, sort of websites and shops out there. So, um, you know, if you if you don't necessarily want to go down the corporate route, but you want to, um, you know, you want to show your support, then um, do some research. But there's some great opportunities out there. And obviously, Big up to AITs too. Of course. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> uh, so no, so we've all spent quite a lot of our money, and and Randy will be spending some of hers very shortly. Um, <laughs> so so we had we had a wonderful few days just basically inhaling content, and then um, we had a trip to the Etihad, which uh, didn't quite go the way we might have wanted it to. Um, Molly, let's let's start with you on this then. What did you see the game, and if so, what what did you take from it? You know, notwithstanding a four nil result, I did see the game, um, and 
I kind of, I was still kind of feeling like being the champion, well, not the only champion, one of many, and um, like it hadn't quite sunk in um, until I watched that game. And with all honesty, not one fuck was given. Not one. <laughs> not a single one. <laughs> I watched us get battered. I, 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 right, there were a lot of positives, and I think, because Jack didn't watch it, and my explanation to Jack was, you know, we didn't take our chances, so we deserved the scoreline, but I didn't think the scoreline was necessarily reflective of the overall game. Like, that was kind of the best yeah. way I could describe it, um, but I didn't give a shit. I like people getting really angry. People who I was watching with um, were fuming. <laughs> it was like, I don't really? care. <laughs> I don't care at all. <laughs> and then I was like, this is what it feels like to be a champion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like but nothing is putting a dampener on this. Nothing. <laughs> no. There is there is a kind of well, I don't know. I, I think I I'm sort of in a in a similar place to you. So I didn't see it, but I had the radio commentary on. Um, Amy Kate, what what about you? Again, I'm I'm presuming you were at work, so I don't know if you managed to follow <laughs> it or if you just sort of caught up afterwards. Um, I uh, okay, I kind of watched part of it. I'm like, is anybody at work going to hear this? So I it happened, it happened at lunchtime. So I I did watch the first half. Um, at my desk with my iPad, my boss actually came in and I'm all on my lunch, you know, and he's like, it's okay. No big deal. Cause I didn't want to be coming across like, Oh, this is what I do at work when you're not here. Yeah. <laughs> you know? um, so, um, and then I had my food there and everything. So it, like, it was proper lunchtime. And, and, and so I was like, okay. So it was cutting in and out cause I was a, you know, dodgy stream, but I was like, I don't know. You know, I had a lot of mixed emotions. Like, like Molly, I was like, I don't care. We are champions. It doesn't matter. Um, I don't think that the scoreline really reflected. We just couldn't, you know, we couldn't finish. Um, I hate to admit it, but City was the better team that day. They were able to finish. They were able to. I don't feel that um, some of the goals were, um, you know, some of them are our fault. Like we, you know, Van Dyke could kind of, uh, let it go through. Um, I, I think, I think we just weren't, our head wasn't in the, in the space. You could argue if that was a penalty or not. Looking back at it, if, if I was being neutral, I have to admit that that was a penalty. Just, you know, if, if it was on the, if, if she was on the foot, we would have wanted it. So whatever, but I think it's it was, it was a penalty. It was soft, yeah. but it was a penalty it, and, yeah, and exactly. don't make sure the known better. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, he should have, I mean, hey, I, I, I'm not out there on the pitch. I mean, maybe, um, somebody, Trent maybe should have said, hey, leave it for me, let me go. But he, you see, I think that Sterling dove and took advantage of the situation, but yeah. it was still a penalty all the same. So fine, go with it. Um, Obviously, Chamberlain in the own goal. It's a shame, but he tried his best. You know, I mean, it just it just didn't go our way. You know, Salah hit the um, the post. It bounced out instead of in. I mean, it just wasn't our day. Um, I I really felt that that there was 
there was lots of little mistakes that City was able to capitalize on, and they were the better team that day. But ultimately, I don't think it was that bad as our, our as the goal, as the scoreline says. You know, I mean, four 0 looks bad, but I don't think that they played that badly. And you know what? Who cares? We're champions. It doesn't matter. <laughs> we're champions. So well, it's, it, it, it's, it's uh... hate. we have we we have the the we still have six more games to to be um, celebrating this. We we have records still to break. Um, I mean, there's so much more to come, and we're champions, so who cares? <laughs> so, so Randy, indeed, who who does care, but um, I, I guess if we're saying that, you know, the 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 scoreline, you know, Man, Man City were clinical, we we had chances that we didn't take, um, and and it's kind of well, yeah, okay, we lost, but we'd already won anyway but what so what what would you take from that game in terms of positives then um going forward you know not notwithstanding the big obvious one that we're premier league champions um were there were there things that you, that you saw outside of the the defeat itself that you were pleased with well, to be honest, I didn't really see that much of that game because I was in the car from the airport going to our cottage. Mm. And I was actually on this um, uh, app that I got so I can see the telly on it. But it, because it was a bad line, you know, obviously in the car and all that. So I didn't really see it all. I was very excited about them clapping us onto the pitch. But it turned out that was a bit of a shamble as well. That was, that was not very much to share about I think I was a bit of pity wasn't it they could have given us a good hand Absolutely. what showed lately was that uh, Jesus was giving uh, Bobby a really good smile while he was clapping him on whilst Silver was not clapping at all he was having his tea or something it was ridiculous <laughs> so I was a bit you know disappointed about that and then I forgot about the match because I thought we played quite well uh, to start with it looked like we were having our game we were sort of holding the ball a bit but we couldn't, obviously, money couldn't score and Salah had his pose and, and the rest of it. And then it was like, it was not important to us. And obviously, they must have told themselves, we want to go out there, we want to show them we are, you know, champions. We're going to do go for all the, the rest that is to go for and the rest of it. But then inside you, uh, deep down inside you, you haven't got that want because you don't need to. And I... I think that was what um, what was lacking yeah. actually, and I heard the club say afterwards because I turned it off. If this was like uh, last year, I would have been sitting there watching that crap line, watching that crap match, thinking mm. oh, this is so important, you know. But because we're champions, I managed to turn it off, and put it away, and thinking, well, it's not important. It's just a bit embarrassing, I think. But as you said, it probably wasn't as bad as the scoreline anyway yeah i mean i think so would i would i use, would i use the term embarrassing i'm i'm not sure that i would i think you know let's face it city helped make this team what it is right city have been a fantastic team for the last three seasons and we've had to build 
you know, this this juggernaut of a team under Klopp to, you know, to be able to compete with them. The fact that we've done it to such an immense scale this season to overturn, um, you know, from two seasons ago, you know, finishing 20, you know, 20 odd points behind them to now be 20 points ahead of them is nothing short of miraculous in, in my view. So I think City can do that to any team on their day. Um, I, you know, we, we weren't brilliant. I think we made some uncharacteristic defensive mistakes. Um, you know, they, they, you know, two of their goals came, you know, if you look at it, I think they came from throw-ins, which in mm-hmm. theory should, is supposed to be an area of strength for us. So there's, there's, there's things like, you know, we can obviously improve on, but, but it was one of the most bizarre games I can remember listening to for a while because, on the one part, on the one hand, I always want Liverpool to win. On the other hand, I'm, yeah, well, it's, it's, you know, I'm a bit fucked off that they've scored, but to your point, Molly, it's like, actually, I think a picture here is, we're champions. So, so frankly, it's a shit. It was a very, very bizarre mindset to, to be in for a game that in normal circumstances would be of such huge magnitude. So yeah, that was a, that was a bit surreal. And it was just like, oh yeah, we lost. That's a bit of a pisser. Right, moving on. <laughs> um, so yeah, yeah, very odd, very, very odd scenario. Um, but you know, that maybe, maybe it was for them about laying down a marker. I'm, I'm not sure about the, the guard of honor. I mean, yes, it's, you know, it's fine in and of, in and of itself but actually if you're going to do it do it properly don't yeah. do it half off and yeah. if you don't want to do it don't do it I don't you know I don't give a shit about a guard of honor if I'm if I'm honest but the fact that you know you've got like you say you've got you know Pep sort of started wandering off before Salah had come out Silver yeah. was doing whatever Silver was doing is just like don't, you know they were obviously using it as their own motivation fine yeah, got no issue definitely. with that they will be a massive, you know, they'll be a massive hurdle for us next season and they will take a lot from this. But, you know, don't, don't be half-arsing about with the guard, Vonya. If you don't want to do it, don't bother. Just go, do you know what? It's a game, you know, we'll, we'll clap you at the end of the season or something. That, that just, that just kind of, you know, that just felt a little bit disingenuous. You know, you've got the manager going, oh, Yes, you know, we'll do all yeah. the things and not party law because they're the best team and they deserve it. And then you just basically go, yeah, all right. So, so no, I wouldn't, I, I would, that was probably the least impressive thing of the whole, yeah. <laughs> the whole game for me. <laughs> um, but anyway, we've, we've, you know, that's over and done with. As, as Klopp said, you know, I wasn't in a very good mood that night, but I was in a much better mood the following morning because now we're back at Melwood and we can do something to change things. So, Villa up next. Uh, what do we think, Amy, Kate? You know, Sue, I have a couple different thoughts. Villa's going to try and do their best because they're in um, relegation zone. So they, they're fighting. Um, so we need to take this seriously. Um, well, I mean, we've won, but I don't think we, we want to get 
the record. You know, we want to break the record, you know, just because we can. And and I don't think Liverpool's a club that's just going to half-ass anything. I mean, it's our pride. But I also think that Villa's going to come at us because they have something to lose. So I think it'll be a, a good, challenging um, match. But I still think we're going to kill them. <laughs> you know, I hope we do anyway. I mean, I, I, I love seeing Liverpool at their best and winning. And it might not mean anything or for us because we've already won it. But I yeah. just want to keep – I just want to – Maybe it's the pride thing. I just want to show that, you know, we're still there. I'd like to see some of the, um, some of the kids come up or, or see some of the players that, um, could get some extra playing time if we're, we're so far ahead. Um, I'd like to see them have some, some, some game time, but I mean, it's still at the end of the day, I want to see a good side come out. Yeah. I mean, the Klopp has been quoted. I think it was the, in the Aston Villa, you know, the pre-game press conference is sort of saying, you know, he will put out the best team that he thinks he has to to win the game. You know, the 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 younger kids won't get handed starts like it's Christmas presents. You know, if he thinks they're the best player to go into that team, they will go in, but they have to work for it. So I don't know. Um, I mean, I think... Maybe if we kind of win the next three on the bounce or something, um, but they have all that you know. They've all said that that points record is one that they want to go for. So, yeah. I, I mean, I'm 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 assuming that that they're going to be putting out, um, you know, the strongest sides they've they've got available. Bearing in mind we've got quite a few games in a relatively short space of time. Um, and we're quite short at central defence now. So, um, Randy, what do you what are you kind of expecting from the from the Villa game? I expect that we trash them five nil. Okay, <laughs> let's lock um, that in then. Yeah, uh, and I also expect to see some changes because, as you said, if he wants to put out his best team. The last match wasn't his best team, even though it was the starting eleven. But they didn't perform very well. So I think it has to be some changes. And maybe we'll see more of Keita. Maybe we'll see more of Minamino. Um, Jones, maybe. So I wouldn't be surprised to see Jones in the midfield. And also, I think in the back, if we have to change it up a bit, I mean, Robert could do with the rest, although I don't see who's going to play there except Milner. Um so maybe we'll see whoever. I wouldn't be surprised either to see him maybe coming off the bench or something. Um, mm. Because I think we should start showing off a bit. Because remember, they are so hungry. People waiting in line now. So uh, it doesn't necessarily mean a drop-off, I think. Uh, very exciting, though. I'm really looking forward to him because this should be our 57th home run in a row. Longest. <laughs> I think we're gonna. You know. Yes, I think I think we all saw that stats. That yes, stats so help. we want to do that. I think they want to, as you said, the because of pride as well. I mean, we should show off now. Uh, yeah. We're not finished. So Molly, I mean, he t- he said he took Gomez off half time precautionary because he had the yellow card, and obviously we also. You know, Matic's now not back until next season, and and Lovren was 
precautionary taken out of the squad because he had some sort of knock. Um, so, what what changes, if any, do you think he might make for the for the Villa game? Do you think that might, it might be that midfield bit, bringing in you know Cater, Oxay Chamberlain, maybe, um, or something else? I think so because I think that really is the area where we're, we're most versatile, I suppose. Is that the right word? Um, because the the back we just don't seem to have many options. I think Gomez didn't have a great game uh, against City, but I think um, obviously emotions are running quite high, especially after the yellow card. So um, it made sense to bring him up, but I can't see that really being a mega issue on, you know, if we were to play Aston Villa. Um, and again, Lovren just didn't have a great uh, show against Everton either. So, you know, I would say that we would stick to the original back four from this City game, but I think we just seem to have a lot more options in midfield than we do anywhere else. And that, you know, is because of, of things like injury and, um, yeah, well, injury really. Um, but, so I think if there was going to be changes, that is, that is where it would be. Um, and I think, you know, there's, there's so many, um, different, I mean, not just so many different options, but there are a lot of different options that, you know, if you were to look at the team sheet and see Ox or Henderson or Fabino or Milner, like you would be so happy with any of those. Um, and I don't think there's really, I think that's where he, he kind of has the freedom to play around and bring more players in. Yeah, I think, um, you know, we, we've all said we've, one of the areas that we, we don't have a lot of depth at is uh, left back. Um, we know that generally if, if Robertson isn't there and Milner's fit, Milner will, will go in there. I guess at a push you could move Gomez out to left back, but, you know, that's, that's hardly his best position. And then, you know, you're talking potentially about somebody like LaRucci, who's, who's very young. So I think that the, um, so, um, I think that the, I mean, we might come on to it in terms of whether there's going to be any transfer activity at all and where it where it might be focused. But yeah, I think probably midfield is the uh, most likely place where we're going to get some uh, some refreshment of the of the team. I guess the other thing is that certainly earlier in the season it looked like there was starting to be a bit of a connection between Cater and Salah in terms of some of the games and I'd, I'd love to see a little bit more of that if we could before the end of the season Yeah, because it seems like you know Naby's now properly fit and available and I'd like to I'd like to see what we think we bought which I still hope that we you know we will see the, the sort of flowering of that next season but that I think that would be that would be nice to see for the for the last few games so the other thing that's happened, obviously, is with the FA Cup. Um, that's changed a couple of our sort of later fixtures, which has pushed back when we'll actually get to get our hands on the trophy. So that's now pushed back to the 22nd of July, uh, which I think is a Wednesday um, evening, because both our away game at Arsenal and our home game at Chelsea um, have 
now been moved to the midweek because of the FA Cup semi-finals. So um, outside of the, sorry, say that again. I said I'm not happy about that. <laughs> no, no, it's not. It's not ideal. But um, you know, we've still got. I think we've still got. Have we got Brighton still to play? Um, yeah, we've played. Yeah, we've mm-hmm. played Palace. We've played City. We've got Villa, Brighton, uh, Arsenal, Chelsea, and. Burnley, I knew there was one I was missing. Um, so the original, you know, obviously after the the Palace game, the original thing was, right, well, you know, six games to go, um, you know, potential 18 points. Um, now, obviously, we've lost to City. So uh, what do you think is going to be our final points total? One word answer. Start with you, Randy. With the games we've got left, what what points we're going to finish on? Hundred. I, I haven't counted. <laughs> I it is. It is. Up. It is still possible. <laughs> okay, one hundred. Amy Kate. You stole my answer because we need to have one hundred. You know, hundred as well. To, <laughs> I, I wanted to, to to you know have the new record. So. Okay. I, I was honestly was going to throw out 100 as well because I haven't done the math and I thought I knew that was possible. <laughs> it's a good round number. <laughs> Fine. Molly. Loads. I, <laughs> I'm an English teacher. I can't do quick math. <laughs> really? Loads. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that. Very you sent me into like a panic then. I was like, I've got to count now? What? <laughs> All right. So, um, we have, yeah, we've, uh, I'm, gonna put, I'm just going to put that at the top of the table now. <laughs> Liverpool game played 38 goals for, goals against points, loads. Um, so, <laughs> Could have been the new measurement. Right, so a couple of last things uh, before we draw this to a close then. So expectations of this team going forward. So we have, um, we've got a goalkeeper who's 27, I think. We've got right back who's 21, left back who's 25, 26, Van Dyke's 28, Gomez, I think, is 23. Um, like we mentioned Milner earlier, he's 34. Henderson, I think, is just turning 30, 29 or 30. Um, you've got Ginny, who's 29. You've got Cater, I think, is 26. Um, Fabino's 26. Uh, Oxlade-Chamberlain, 26. And then you've got our front three who are, I think, 28, 28 and 27. So, how long do we think this manifestation of Jürgen's plan stays together? And, and what do you think they can, they can achieve in, let's say, the next, the next two seasons? So, uh, let's start with you this time, Molly. I think. I think, you know, after like the last two seasons that we've had, you know, you 
I am of the belief that this team can do anything and everything and will do so. Um, obviously, you know, other teams are going to push next season. Um, now they clearly see what, what this team is capable of. However, to, you know, to win it, you know, what was it? Seven games to go is, is unbelievable. Um, I think what Jürgen does is as well is, um, one, we've got a lot of exciting kids coming through. Um, and I know sometimes, you know, you can get really excited about them and they're a bit of a flop. But I do think that there are some there. Um, is it Maka Williams who came in for Robert the other day? Which I thought, like, obviously super, yeah, super impressive. the Palace game. Yeah, yeah the, the Palace game, like, super impressive. Um, mm-hmm. And... Just so, so there is that as well. But also, when Klopp makes a signing, like he makes a signing, like you know, if you look at some of the players that he's brought in, you especially, um, you know, if we look at Allison or if we look at Van Dyke, like the the impact that that one man has had on the team, um, I think that you know that is going to really assist with the longevity of the team because I don't think there's going to be huge changes over the next two seasons in terms of you know this time next year our regular start in 11 there might be you know four or five changes there's not going to be but you know that one impressive one makes a difference and that I think is going to kind of prolong the ability for this team to kind of be impressive if that makes sense Oh, it it does make sense. I mean, you know, there's been there's been a lot of talk about the, the financial impact of COVID, and you know that there are no fans in the stadium. You know, there's no hospitality. They've been refunding, you know, the the, the last four games of the season to season ticket holders and fan card holders and all of the rest of it, and that's all money going out. And there's no income coming in. They're talking about potential rebates, you know, back to the the TV companies and all the rest of it. So, you know, what whichever way you look at it, the, the financial uh, impact of this is is huge. And they've already kind of intimated we, you know, we shouldn't be expecting a, a lot of business. I, you know, maybe they were going to. You know, maybe they were considering signing Timo Werner, but if you, if the numbers that came out of Chelsea are accurate, you know, you know he's earning like three hundred and fifty thousand pounds a week and got a ten million signing bonus and this, that, and the other. There's no way Liverpool would be competing at that level anyway. Um, but it is a, it is a interest, it is an interesting one. Um, Randy, the 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 thought also occurs to me around this in terms of the the potential of, of this team is um, how the how his start how Klopp style has evolved over the last you know from from the point where he he arrived to to where we are now where you you still have uh, you. Know, you know, people talk about heavy metal football and gegen pressing and all the rest of it. You still have a pressing team, but they do it in quite a different way now. So is that is that something else you also see evolving? So from from when 
he came in, you know, we're four and a half years later and we are, and, you know, spoiler alert, people, this is going to be the title of the pod, champions of everything. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> where, 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 do you th- where do you think he takes the team next? Oh, that's an interesting question. Uh, I sort of prepared to talk about all the young players we got that are so talented and all the signings we're going to make that are going to be so good. But I can deliver on this as well, I guess. I think because what he did the last two years was moving from the sort of heavy, crazy pressing and very much focus on scoring loads of goals to defending ourselves. And, And that seems to sort of go along fine, except from the last match. And also the uh, very noticeable high line that we have. I mean, the way that we can uh, control offsides. So we made these uh, offside traps for the other team, and we have this extremely high line, which is means almost the whole team is in uh, offensive mode, actually, mm. which I really love and I think is fine. But it seems like people are starting to doubt a bit as well. So I hope that he might go back to once in a while, at least, when people are really defending us, like uh, Everton did, just like Napoli, you know. <laughs> uh, we mm. need to do something else. So maybe we'll go into a 4 to 3 ones once in a while and we, we, we could use our more offensive midfielders in a better way uh, with with one of the defensive midfielders going back a bit and, and changing it up a bit. I think we need to do that. And that would be quite interesting to see if we get another offensive, either offensive midfielder or just a, yeah, another top uh, player from um, top three in. Uh, and my, my chosen one <laughs> is uh, yeah. Kai Havertz. And Havertz is a okay. bit uh, for Leverkusen. He plays a bit like uh, Bobby, actually. He's very mm-hmm. good at scoring goals. He does that all the time on his head, with his feet, both of them. And he's roaming around a bit. And I think he would be a very good fit with Keita, Ox, and a defensive midfield as well. That could work very well. So I think we need to do something about that because we, some teams have sussed us out, I think. Okay. Interesting. So well, we might come back um, uh, under any other business to... Uh, pick up on your your stuff about the youth players, but Amy Kate, just just building on that in terms of you know what what this team can continue to achieve and maybe you know how it might evolve. Um, what's your what's your sort of take on it? Well, there's a lot of good points there. Um, Randy had said um, about changing it up, and and we've been kind of sussed out. I think that 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 kind of happens with with the best of teams because. If they're watching, you know, past get matches and you're and you you're predictable, it's easy to read. Um, even if you're the best of teams, so we definitely have to change it a bit so that we can keep it fresh and and do that. And I think our team is a little bit. I, it was a little shocking when you started saying all the ages and and you know it's been four years and and I've aged, but they haven't in my head. So when you were like 28, 29, I was like, oh my god, you're right. Like. I, I just it didn't sink in till right now. Um, we do have a team that's you know, kind of um, not old in any means, and and Milner is a a special case there because most thirty four year olds aren't playing like him. Um, he's a rarity, but there has to be things that need to change. Um, 
in even the best of players have to adapt at, with, with their age. Stevie had to, you know, I mean, I wanted to believe Stevie was going to go forever, you know, but in the reality, that wasn't the case. Um, so we have to adapt for the, the age of the players, but we have all these great young players like Jones and, you know, Trent, I mean, what a, what a player and, and, and what he's accomplished from, you know, under pop from when he got here to, to now, I remember watching him on the summer tours. He was 66. Then I remember being in, um, what they call the 49er stadium, even though it's not in San Francisco. And I just remember seeing, I was like, what a, this, this kid's got potential, you know, and, and he's now on the first team. There's so many, um, great academy players. Um, uh, we can bring back Brewster. He's out Swansea, I believe, right. Getting some experience. Um, so, so I'm not worried too much about, um, yeah, that because I believe in Klopp and I know it's a cliche, you know, faith in Klopp, but he's proven himself. If he's picking a player, there's a reason for it. And if he's not getting somebody, there's a reason for it. And, and I have complete faith in what he's able to do and, and get out of the best out of each player and, and, and each other. I think that they really, um, the team really gels together and supports each other. And I think that's very important. So um, as we are fighting um, and other teams are trying to fight for, for the title, I think we're going to be up there and, and, you know, city, I think is going to be our biggest challenge because they've got mm-hmm. more money. And, and as much as I want to think we're a better team um, and we are, um, but I'm biased. I'm sure <laughs> I, I mean, that's the team we have to compete with. And, 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 um, We've got to keep thinking about, you know, not getting placement. We've got to see, you know, what can we improve? We're great, but there's always improvement. And and I think that's what Klopp does. It doesn't matter how good we are. We are champions. We're 20 points ahead, but there's still always improvement. And as long as we're keeping that in mind, we're going to keep going and find the right players when we're, we're um, when we can. And I think the spending, as you said, is, is going to be completely different now. COVID's changed so much and hopefully maybe in, in a way, we can find some positives from it. Maybe players won't be as um, able to, to cost as much because nobody will pay for them. Um, all the, the ridiculous fees and things might come down. I mean, this is wishful thinking. I'm not saying this is going to happen. Um, yeah. But maybe, you know, the reality on that side might sink in and make it a little more um, tangible as well. So I don't know. We'll see. But um, complete faith in, in Liverpool and um, – Looking forward to seeing these last few games and um, lifting the title and then, you know, starting again and defending our title. Yeah, I mean, there's there's, there's a couple of things, I think, for, for me in terms of this team. I, I do genuinely believe if they stay relatively injury-free, then they have the capability to win at least a, one more Premier League title um, before... You know, before it starts kind of breaking up and being reformed or, or evolving, or however Klopp may do it, and I do think it will be an evolution rather than a revolution. Um, and I also think it's entirely possible we may win another Champions League in the next two seasons. Um, I think it will be interesting for City in terms of what the outcome of their appeal is against the UEFA ban. Because if they have no European football for a season or two seasons, that changes the dynamic quite a lot for them. 
A, it takes a whole load of games out of the equation, mm-hmm. but also does it, you know, does it change them as a as a destination for for certain players? Do they want to come and play for two seasons and not play in Europe at all? I, you know, I don't know. There's a, there, there are a lot of unknowns out there, but I, I would like to think we will win more stuff with, with this version of, of, you know, mm-hmm. Klopp's team. Um, I'm, I'm conscious we, uh, uh, you know, we've had a, we've had a good old chin wag about this. So, so I'm going to move on to, um, any other business. Uh, Randy, I'm going to sort of, Dictate you're any other business, at least to start with. So, <laughs> um, so, so tell us. You said you'd done some work around the sort of youth players or some up and coming talent. Tell us a little bit about what you were looking at then. Well, it, of course, it's, it's all the obvious ones. It's Jones, Elliot, and Necker Williams, and mm-hmm. I think they all will get more uh, game time now the end of this season but also next season because we're going to have a lot of matches and I'm sure they're going to be fine they're all all three are absolutely they're going to be ballers for us but then of course you have uh, Brewster as you mentioned in the case uh, get him back from something he's scoring goals now he's looking good I think it was just about uh, getting his confidence back after he had this terrible injury he could be very dangerous if he gets time and uh, also Paul uh, Glatzel or Glatzel. Uh, do you know? Do you remember him? Yeah, I'm not. Playing... I'm not. Uh, yeah, he he was he was sco- he was scoring for fun, and then he got, got a bad injury. I don't know exactly what the pronunciation is, whether it's Glatzel or Glatzel, uh, if I'm but honest. He, he but yeah, a... he was he was he was putting them in by the shovel load. Yeah, he's a brilliant player. Um, he he was sort of the best of the rest when he got injured last summer playing in pre-season. I really look forward to watching him again. And apparently, I don't remember his name, but we have this defender out on loan at Nice at the moment. He's a huge guy. He's apparently very, very good. So he's coming back for us as well. And it is a lot of people out there that we, you know, because it is such a big competition in the team already and we, we got loads of players. But I mean, let's face it, we need to get rid of Lovren at this stage. He needs to go. So then we have a couple of guys with us now and we get this guy back. He's apparently a Kolebali, you know, material. So we don't have to buy him then. So we can save some money here. But can I just add on any <laughs> other business that I also have prepared? That is that we've actually doubled our income in six years. We're breathing Man United in the oh. net now. We got loads of money. So when this period is over, when COVID nineteen is counted, when when we can get people into our stadiums again, we actually got money to buy for. And apparently Klopper said, and you can hear it sometimes, that he said he says, No, we're not gonna buy a lot this year. He says that all the time. But then he said one sentence. In the back of the window, when we counted our chickens, so that would mean in September or October, beginning of October, we could actually go out and buy somebody. So if we got, if somebody on the in the other end, like Kai Havertz, has got eyes and his belly and can sit there and wait for us, we're actually going to have the money to buy somebody. Big cost player this season, I'm sure. Okay. Let's hope. <laughs> I mean, yeah. It's, it's- 
slightly interesting with Havertz because obviously Bayer Leverkusen missed out on the Champions League. So so yeah. the rumours are they're going to have to, um, whether it's him or whether it's somebody else, that they'll be in a position where they'll need to sell players. But, um, hmm, okay, but well, we'll, we'll watch Okay. Interesting. All right. So, Molly, any other, was there any other business? I don't really think I have any. Um, I was, I was going to plug the AIT's stuff. Um, <laughs> and I, again, I have absolutely nothing to do this. I'm just a customer. Um, <laughs> but it's great. I, I just, I really love Dan. I was, I was kind of tagging my brother and stuff and I think he's, he's looking at some stuff as well. Um, and I think just based on some of the crankiness, maybe, and you know, I'm not going to tell people how to feel. Um, uh, I'm not going to do that, but I just think, guys, we just need to revel in it. We yeah. just need to really enjoy being champions. <laughs> 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 I, genuinely, it's like a weight has been lifted on my sh- off my shoulders because we were having these conversations back in March and then it all stopped and we've had to deal with this like anxiety and anticipation until now. And we just need to enjoy it in a very sensible way. Um, and by that, I mean, you know, don't go outside, but stay in and get hammered. Um, that's <laughs> fine. But <laughs> just just enjoy it. I think I'm enjoying it. Oh, and I just, I, just, I just want everybody else to. <laughs> Excellent aspirations to have, Molly. I do. Yeah. Um, I love it. I, I think that <laughs> I, do, I do wonder. If if there are genuinely people out there who are pissed off, what in God's name they've got to be pissed off about? I mean, I, you know, I I I would just like to point out that no team in history has ever been concurrently European champions, European Super Cup champions, World Club Cup champions, and English Premier League champions. No team. In the world, there isn't anything else that this team could have done in the last 12 months. Uh, yeah, I fully accept there might be people out there who love the FA Cup and love the League Cup. Uh, yeah. Frankly, at this point, I couldn't give a shit, right? We <laughs> won everything, everything important. What more do you want? If you're not happy now, football is not for you. Exactly. I suggest you go and take a round What I was was kind of saying to brother as well, I was like, give it like two months. Who who is going to remember the City game? Yeah, yeah. Like, apart from Liam Gallagher, maybe, no one, no one's looking back on this season going, Oh, we got battered by City. No, yeah. no one's no, remembering no, that. I can barely remember it now. Like, who cares? Easily forgotten. Yeah. Uh, Amy Kate, you got any other business for us? What's going on in the uh, the the USA official supporters club and all your various activities? Um, we're so so. 
there's a lot of different, you know, because each state is a bit different um, on how they're handling COVID. So some places are starting to um, go back. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's it's kind of heartbreaking watching, you know, people out there not really taking it seriously. But, you know, it is what it is. And, and um, hopefully we'll, we'll be able to find some normal again. Um, I'm going to be a little... Um, obnoxious here as the resident American and now that we have Nike as our uh, sponsor after the season I just wanted to put it out there it's an American company and it is Nike not Nike it's Nike so just wanted to start getting that out there okay (laughs) (laughs) I had nothing else I was like okay I'm just gonna go with this and I know everyone's gonna be listening going oh stupid American but it is Nike I say Adidas. Most people say Adidas. Yeah, in all ways, I'll do that. That's no, nah, that's yeah. not true. <laughs> I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it. <laughs> but I am in the minority. Okay, I do say Nike, but I get Nike. I know a lot of people say Nike, but not. It's Adidas. Not. Another. That was the one that I really wanted, and I never did get it. Anyway, 
that's not my any other business. <laughs> I find my any other business. I really rant about just be happy. Like, you know, this, you've got every, we have got everything we could have ever possibly wanted from Jurgen yeah. Klopp in this team. And if you're not happy now, frankly, you never will be. So, like I said, don't watch Brown Green Bolt or something and leave the rest of us to uh, wallow in our delight. Um, right, so we're going to uh, we're going to call it a day there, uh, lady. So thank you very much for joining me on this latest uh, Live Bird Pod. Um, thank you everybody for listening, and we will see you again very soon. Up the Reds, who are champions of everything. Yay! <laughs>